the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to my mommy and her friends on Trails and Testimonies. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Welcome to Trails and Testimonies. My name is Kim Fitz. You can follow me on Instagram or you can follow Trails and Testimonies on Facebook. Today's trail brings us to Roswell Mill with our new friend, Rebecca Villanueva, and her testimony, just like the waterfall here. It is intense, and that water has the power to purify and provide deliverance. So let's take a hike with our friend, Rebecca. Such a beautiful July day here at Roswell Mill. This is the first time that I've ever been here. Rebecca, is this your first time? This is my first time here, and it's beautiful. I love the waterfall, and we found a little sitting spot, loving it to be able to hear Rebecca's testimony. Thank you so very much for hiking out here. Thank you for having me, (laughs) and it it is a beautiful day today, and um, I'm grateful to be here. Uh, The Lord is good, and so it is beautiful here at uh, Roswell Mill, and I'm just grateful to be here. Thank you. And what you actually titled your testimony as is an adventure of a lifetime. Yes. And so the adventure out here brought us to your adventure. And it actually starts, as many of our testimonies do, right at childhood. Yes, that is correct. Okay. I would like to start whenever I was in Texas, because that's where I am originally from, is from Texas. I have three younger siblings. I have my mother and my father. But growing up... We were in a broken home. Growing up, childhood was very tough. I remember that we, as growing up, we would live in women's shelters because there was a lot of brokenness in our home. So we grew up there. We didn't have any money. Um, My mom was just getting by, helping us get by. She had four children. So I remember this one particular incident where... We got on a bus. My mother took us out to eat, and uh, we ended up at McDonald's. And I remember my mother buying a Happy Meal, and it was just one Happy Meal. And uh, it was a cheeseburger, and she parted it four ways. And that was for me and my siblings. So, And that was a treat. It was a treat. Wow. I remember my mother not eating because that was for us. Uh, so that, that Happy Meal was for us. And where is your dad at this time? At this time... Throughout this ordeal, my father passed away when I was around the age of 10 years old. Um, he was living with his mother, and he there was an accident, and he passed away. So I was a very young girl when he passed away. Um, it was very sad. And so that probably brought up a lot of questions. I mean, you're 10 anyway. I had a lot of questions. I, my question was, why? Why me? Why us? What did we do? The question was, what did I do wrong, and why is my dad not with us? There was a lot of questions. Those questions followed me up to adulthood. Why? It's just so many whys. After my father had passed away, my mother remarried. Uh, We lived in Plainview, Texas 
for a few years, and then we decided to relocate to Okeechobee, Florida. Uh, my stepfather's family was in Florida, so that's where we decided to go. We got in our van, packed up, and we left. We were going to church. We were, you know, we were a family, except my stepfather didn't have any children of his own. We were his only family. But growing up, also, this was another broken home. There was a lot of belittling there. There wasn't a lot to motivate us, encourage us, or inspire us. And it was just a lot of belittling on a daily basis. Finally, um, we worked our way here to Georgia when I was about 16 years old. We relocated here to Georgia. And one day, I just had enough. I was 16 years old. I said, I can't do this anymore. It's been years of belittling. I can't see my future. I can't see what I'm going to be. There is no encouragement. So it was a dark and kind of cruel environment? It was very cruel. It was very dark. So it was belittling me, my, my siblings. It was just a broken, another broken home. I made the decision to run away. At the age of 16 years old, I found the opportunity to run away from home. I took it. And the following day, my mother and my stepfather, they found me. They knew where I went. And they put me on a one-way ticket to Texas. So at the age of 16, I am flying to Texas, starting my life. So who are you meeting in Texas, or is it just you? I had met my children's father. He was my way out. Um, I thought I, we loved each other. He was older. I took that as an opportunity to run away from home, and uh, that's where I met him. I met him here in uh, Georgia. They sent me to my grandmother's house. Okay. Um, my children's father is from Mexico. He was in Mexico. So once I got to the one-way... F- ticket to Texas, I decided to go to Mexico. And I stayed a year in Mexico. So I'm finally on this adventure with um, my children's father. I'm 16 years old, 17 years old, and here I am um, going to have a baby. I, you know, I'm just so young at this age. You know, I just ran away from home, and here I am going to have a baby. You know, I'm, I'm a baby having babies at this point. Right. Um, I have two beautiful children I'm grateful for, but I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just going through the motions. I didn't know what was happening. So I was young. Um, That relationship didn't last for the same reasons that I didn't know what it was, how to love someone. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about life. You know, the only thing I knew about was uh, brokenness. And I thought that's the way it was. I ended up being back here in the state of Georgia. We divorced. And after a few years, when my children were about four and seven years old, I remarried here in Beaufort, Georgia. It was a fun time. I enjoyed that relationship, but that relationship ended up leading me to a life of addiction. Um, It wasn't so much of belittling in this part of my life, but it was more of introducing me to a life of addiction. That's the hard part because that lifestyle introduced me to a different lifestyle. So four or five years into the relationship, I started into addiction. Um, It wasn't just a weekend thing. It ended up being weekly, daily And that led to our broken relationship in that marriage. But during that time, I was introduced to a whole lifestyle that came with that. It was a whole lifestyle of a society that we perhaps don't perceive on a daily basis. But it's a society where it's people that we just encourage each other to have these habits. There is no fear of God. It's your present day Sodom and Gomorrah. That's the way I saw it, I, I saw it, I participated in it, the things that I've done, the things that I've seen. And when I realize and I go back to reflecting on these things, I find myself in my second marriage and my second divorce because we're divorcing at this point. I'm in the middle of my divorce. I have two teenage children 
and I'm at home in the middle of the night and I'm addicted, I'm high, and I finally break down, I finally break down on my knees that night. And while I'm high, I ask the Lord, Father, God, I asked him for grace and for mercy to show me a better life. Because I didn't know what a better life was. I, I didn't know how to get a better life. I didn't know where I went wrong. But I just knew that this was not the way. I felt completely, completely shattered and broken. And that's where the Lord found me. From there, I got back up. I saw how the Lord started changing the way I thought. My habits started changing. I finally found myself in church at Fort Gwinnett in 2019 with Andy Stanley. And I remember going into that service, and I was by myself. I just went to, to this church. I went to service, and they had the altar call. Just, if anyone would like to accept your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, stand up. And that is such a big step, especially when it's a huge church like that, and you have all these eyes. And I think the devil will sneak in as well into your head and go, ah, you don't have to stand up. It's fine. It's fine. Yes, yes. It is a huge step because here I am by myself. It's a huge church and you don't want to stand up because what would people right. see you? I stood up. I knew that was my moment. And I stood up and I just felt this pressure come off of me like a deliverance. I was free. I was finally free. Do you know how happy God was at that very moment? I can just see him like standing up and applauding you. Yes, yes. And I didn't know what had happened. I just knew it was, it felt so good. I knew it was the right decision. Mm -hmm. This is where the adventure of a lifetime comes. You know, the way that he's uh, changing me and the people that I am meeting uh, new adventures, new people, great testimonies. I find that people are amazing and that life is beautiful and life is not broken. There's so much to be grateful for. And, and I love what you said when you said that you were in the bathroom and you were on your knees and that's where God found you. Yes. And for me, I'm going, no girl, he didn't find you. Like he <laughs> never left you. Right. He was with you the entire time, even through the pit and the darkness Yes. But that's where you both connected. Yes. And you're right. He's never left me because when I reflect back on, on my life, I can see the footprints of Jesus in my life. He's yes. always been there for me. I just didn't realize it. But he's gotten me this far. I'm alive. I'm healthy. And I'm here today. So he he got me through all this. And exactly. He continues to be with me. And he continues to be with everyone. Every day I just... I wake up and I surrender myself. I surrender my life to Jesus Christ because life with Jesus is just, it is better. He guides our steps. He guides my steps. He tells me all the encouragement that I did not get as a younger adult or in my childhood. I get that from Jesus. Every day I wake up and he tells me I'm beautiful. I'm amazing. I'm courageous. I'm strong. And I'm like, wow, this is what I needed to hear. And he tells me this on a daily basis. And, and it's so neat because I feel like I was in a spot where... I didn't want to hear his voice. But like we said, I don't think he ever left my side. I know he never left my side. So I know the whole time he's going, girl, you're beautiful. Girl, you're strong. Girl, you got this. But there were so many times where I was so distracted. I didn't want to hear it. And if I did maybe hear it, I didn't believe it. Right. And so now that adventure took a different turn. You can hear him more clearly and you believe him a whole lot better your confidence 
yes. has risen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, because now that I know that he is with me and I finally realize it, I know that uh, I'm more than a conqueror. And instead of seeing my journey as a journey of defeat, it's a journey of victory because we already walk in victory. When I realize all the obstacles that I've overcome in Jesus, I can do anything. I can wake up every morning and face whatever battle and know that I'm already walking in victory because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. And you actually had a recent battle and you're actually going through it as we speak. You were diagnosed as positive with COVID-19 a month ago. Correct. So last month I I did test positive for COVID-19. I went into the doctor for a sinus infection, but we went ahead and did the test and I did. I tested positive for COVID-19. I got a lot of the symptoms. It was it was very scary. And in that moment when I was quarantined, again, I had many questions for the Lord. Um, like going back to the well, why? 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 Right. Why? Because I have faith in God. I know I have a relationship, but why? So there was that, there was that question that I had for God. I'm like, why am I sick? But then I reflected. I stopped. I'm like, okay, Lord, what is it that you're trying to show me throughout this quarantine? There's something you're going to get me through this battle. And there's something I need to learn. And there's something that you're showing me. Everyone at our office tested positive for COVID-19. And some of their families tested positive, except for one girl. One girl in the office did not test positive. And how many people are in the office? There were five of us. And how is there one person that doesn't get it? Exactly. Because we had, you know, we were wow. all sharing the same, the same space. Right. So we all came down with it at the same time, except for one. So that was a challenge for everyone. I could see how it was challenging for everyone. But the Lord pulled us all through. None of us ended up at the hospital. So I'm grateful for that. Praise God. And through the whole COVID-19, through my quarantine, the Lord showed me that he wants to take me to new places. My time there at the office was coming to an end. Uh, and how long have had you worked there? 15 years going on 16. Wow. Yes. So... My coworkers were not just my coworkers. They were basically family because we saw each other on a daily basis. The Lord showed me that he wanted to take me to new places. And I accepted Jesus into my life in July of 2019. And that started changing the whole atmosphere of my work environment. We were friends because we had worked with each other for so long. But that just kind of changed. And I realized that maybe they are not my friends. Or maybe they're not to go into the next chapter with me. Isn't there a quote, and it just hit me, that quote hit me, friends are either a lifetime, a season, or a reason. Correct. Yes. Correct. So as soon as I came back from COVID-19, it was two weeks, and then on July the 1st, um, I was let go. I was let go from my job of 15, 16 years. And a big part of me wants to say, oh, I'm so sorry. But then another part of me wants to say congratulations. I know. I know. I am so excited. It's been a journey. It's been an emotional journey. But throughout these 12 days from July the 1st when I was let go, I knew the day was coming. I just didn't know how I was going to leave the office, how it was going to be presented to me. But I am not scared. The Lord said, Rebecca, be still and know that I am God. Trust me. I'm going to get you through this. He shows me things on the way. So my daughter thinks it's um, a little highly annoying because I'm excited. I, I really am. I wake up and I, I'm like, this is a new day, new journey. I'm just expecting great things from the Lord. I think we're supposed to do that to our children, though. I think we're supposed to annoy them to a point. Yes. And I have this this thing that I do with my daughter on my phone. Anytime it says 727, I always tell her, let's celebrate my birthday. 
So your birthday, if you're listening to this on the day of release, <laughs> it just passed. But we were recording it ahead of time. So your birthday is coming up. Yes. Yes. Yay. On July the 27th. Happy early birthday. Thank you. <laughs> and whenever you and I, we were messaging back and forth. Like I said, I received my last pay stub. I got a little emotional. I don't know what I was expecting. I, I did get a little, a little emotional because of the amount of my paycheck. But the Lord said, relook at your pay stub, Rebecca, and see what's there. $7.27 mm. is my pay stub. I know it's the Lord guiding me. When we were getting all our notes ready together and we were messaging back and forth on Facebook, yesterday whenever I was playing volleyball, volleyball with Echo Ministries, I, I took my daughter there yesterday, and we're just watching everyone play, and I received your message on Messenger, and I looked at it. I showed it to my daughter. Uh, and then what time was it? 7.27. Yes. Wow. Yes. There, are no, there are no coincidences. No coincidence. No. That is wild. So your pay stub, $7.27. Thank you to the company for that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> your birthday... Yes. July 27th. Yes. And then when I messaged you. 727. And I had no idea. I didn't set my alarm at 726. Send. It's 727. <laughs> that is, that is wild. So I want us to stay in touch. Mm -hmm. And I want to know what happens in this window that we're in right now. Because I feel God moving mm -hmm. in your life. And I cannot wait to be the cheerleader on the sidelines seeing your next step. Yes, yes. And I'm so beyond proud of how far you've come and very honored to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Really, I just want to give God all the glory because he has shown me if I can overcome all these obstacles, anyone can overcome them because he gives us the strength and he gives us the courage to overcome everything and anything in life. And I know if I can do it, I know that anyone can do it. And we walk in victory and we go from glory to glory. I'm just grateful for this amazing adventure. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for life. I am. And no matter the path that we're given, because each one of us are built different, like a snowflake, each one of us have our own fingerprint. Yes. We have our own path. Sometimes it's rocky. Sometimes it's uphill. Sometimes it's beautiful and downhill and in the shade, mm -hmm. but God is with us no matter what. He never leaves our side. Yes. He says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we always like to end the episode on a beautiful, happy note. However, the end of every testimony when God enters and he battles through by our side, that is beautiful anyway. But we like to end on a happy note as happy trails to you. So do you have a beautiful, encouraging quote that you'd like to share with everybody? Yes. My favorite encouraging quotes is from Peter Pan. Such a good book and movie. <laughs> yes. And this is the quote from Peter Pan. The moment you doubt whether you can fly, you cease forever to be able to do it. Amen. Yes. That is good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Congratulations on your testimony. Let us know what happens in the next chapter. We'll be right here cheering you along. I will. I will let you know. Guys, bye.